I didn't know it was Remedy. I didn't know it was Sam Lake. I didn't know it was any of that. Monday morning, all these emails started coming in and I started to realize, oh shit, this is Remedy. And when I met them on the Monday, that Monday afternoon and Sam was on the call, I said, fuck man, Max Payne. <laughs> Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Behind the Voice. I'm joined by the incredible David Harewood, who's played Wallin Door and Alan Wake 2. Thank you once again for joining this conversation. Thank you very much for asking me. Um, I don't normally do these things, but um, I thought since uh, <clears throat> Door seems to be, uh, and, and people seem to be such fans of the game and the character, I thought I'd sort of make an appearance. Yeah, yeah, the character has been... Uh, you know, taken by storm by a lot of people. A lot of people have enjoyed what you have done in the game, and it's just incredible to yeah. see your performance. It's amazing. But yeah. I wanna, I wanna know how's your twenty twenty four been like? What, what, how's it been so far? Good. I mean, I'm currently in. Uh, I'm away from home. I'm in Toronto right now, filming, uh, shooting a film called In the Black, which is about a a, a Jamaican born um, millionaire who. Um, became a kind of radio was a radio pioneer here in toronto and um became the first black person to own a uh, a radio license here uh to broadcast black music um prior to him there was no black music played in canada and can you believe this this story takes place in 2001 oh wow so it's pretty um it's highlighting the struggles of um uh black immigrants to Canada over the last um, uh, century. So it's quite a revealing story. Yeah, I, I was looking at uh, at your Instagram where you posted some of the some of the behind the scenes stuff like you're shooting and talking about how you, the, you know, your outfit and how back in that time, mm. that particular outfit, you really like it. Um, so how like I, how is it like going in and shooting in that of that feature film that you're working on? I mean, it, it I'm curious myself because I didn't know much about it. So I'm much more curious about how this is, how has that been going? It's been going really well. Um, um, if there's some complicated bits coming, coming up. So, uh, I think we've got to be sort of nimble and quick and, um, <laughs> it's going to be not quite so easy, but, uh, um, no, it's always exciting shooting movie, getting to know a crew, getting to know people. So yeah. I'm kind of excited. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good fun. Yeah, and and besides movies, I know you're a big fan of making documentaries, and uh, yeah. you were in Italy, and you made a documentary about Charles Dickens. Uh, how yeah. how was that like? I mean, because I know I knew Charles Dickens in a different way, and obviously I got my eyes were open about how much how much he loved Italy and everything that he did there. So, like, what made you start? Like, okay, let's go and make a documentary about Charles Dickens because I, I remember you talking about how it wasn't really something that you wanted to do, but then you kind of went no, into there. It, 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 it really wasn't. I, I wasn't thinking about it. And yeah. a television executive um, came up to me and, and pitched the idea to me. And I, I, I initially thought, that's not for me. You know, nah, I don't think I'll bother with that. And then they said, and then they said, oh, you know, we are filming it in Italy. We're going to be in Italy like three and a half weeks. So I went, Hang on a minute. Let me just have a little rethink about that. Uh, and I, I sort of, I sort of, when I once I grasped the concept and realised that I was going to be staying in Rome, Italy, Naples, and Venice, um, I spent about eight days in each in each place, and it was just wow. gorgeous. So, so uh, it was a it was a great joy, and also you know, look, I challenged my own prejudices. I mean, I have, I guess. Um, you know, I, I, I've read a lot of plays and um, and books, but I mean, classical literature. I think I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm not quite as well versed with the in 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 the classics in terms of novels uh, as I as I I would like to like to think I am. So so um, it was an opportunity to visit a writer who I didn't really think was for me, and um, ex exploring. Uh, Dickens's writing and his style of writing was really amazed at his humor and a, his a sense of humor and his imagination and the things that he was writing about mental health, um, um, uh, um, madness, um, episodes, psychotic episodes, 
you know, he was writing about all these things, you know, and, and I didn't, I didn't know he was, you know, I didn't really know that those were were the things that interested him, and and his his myriad of ghost stories are full of sort of psychology, deep, you know, early early uh, early thoughts of psychology. So uh, it really gave me an opportunity to to peel back a layer and challenge myself because I didn't really think Dickens was for me. But having started to kind of delve deeper, I started to realize that um, I really enjoyed his style. So it was uh, a real eye-opener for me. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's crazy. And it's awesome to know how, how much and what Charles Dickens also did. And it's crazy also that, you know, Italy was the kind of the reason, like, yes, let's, <laughs> because we're going to get a chance to go to Italy. Italy is a great place, I got to say. Like, if It's it a beautiful is, place, yeah. man. Really beautiful place. And it was beautiful and warm and friendly and you know, walking around. Rome was wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> Stylish and, you know, it's everything, everything about... And then, and then learning about some, you know, Italian neorealism, you know, those old film, old black and white films. I don't know whether you're familiar with any of them, but um, there was a film called The Bicycle Thieves, which is one of my favorite uh, films. I watched it when I was when I was at school, secondary wow. school. My teachers put it on, <laughs> and it's always stuck with me. And for some reason, uh, somebody that I was interviewing when I was uh, interviewing them about Dickens mentioned the bicycle thieves and when we started down this whole rabbit hole about italian neorealism and what what the, the films were sort of as they were a sort of uh um pushback against kind of fascism and the idea that glory and everything's perfect and everything's proper and everyone's happy and italian neorealism and the movement in the filmmakers um just stripped that right back and you know was looking at the real misery of Italian life at the time, poverty, um, and, and uh, people hadn't had money, and just just surviving was very difficult. So um, uh, it shone new light for me on 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 the uh, on the um, <clears throat> the ideas of Italian neorealism. So I was just really happy to be there and sort of on on this sort of um, on this uh, uh, this cultural journey, which was just wonderful. I didn't expect to be on that. <laughs> that's great i gotta be i gotta go italy at one point in time i wish i could i wish i hope one day maybe happens where are you based i'm based from india oh wow okay yeah. wow. have you ever been to india at, at, ever or no i've never been i'd really love to go Bangladesh, i think bangladesh is the closest i've got okay. spend some time in bangladesh um but i've never been to india i'd love to go that's awesome that's great I you have to like invite that. me <laughs> of course it'll be it would be a pleasure to have you really yeah um and uh, you know i mentioned this earlier about how i'm like a fan of you since your show supergirl been watching since a pilot it's been amazing for me and so you know you have worked on this show for quite some time i think six years and mm. you recently posted about like the cast and and an image on instagram what has that journey been like for you it must be it must be crazy you know having shooting all that all these episodes for six years and then it's coming to an end what what that whole journey for you has been like oh it was great i mean to be to be there you know right from the pilot when um I, and i was never intending to play i was never i wasn't actually employed to play um the martian manhunter wow. i was just originally uh, originally employed just to play uh, hank henshaw but uh, i think once they saw the pilot I think it was Jeff Johns was in a in the editing suite and apparently turned to one of the other producers and said, he'd make a great Marshall Manhunter. <laughs> and they kind of went, let's do it. So wow. it just was an on-the-spur on moment. And um, it was only after the pilot was shot that I I was then sort of, I guess, promoted to the Marshall Manhunter. And uh, it, was, it was just a great journey because I think the character itself was so wonderful. Mm. And... Um, I'm a huge fan of of uh, Marshall Manhunter, John Jones. I think he's just a great oh, character. Yes. Really un, un 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 he hasn't really got his rosies, I don't think. So uh, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I I I I got to show a side of him or a, a piece of him that uh, audiences maybe hadn't seen for a while, and I think people seem to really enjoy it. So well, it was it was just great being amongst. 
I mean, that original cast was, I mean, they've all been great, but, you know, working with Melissa and Kyler and um, Jeremy, McCard uh, and, and Chris Woods, you know, that first season was just, first, second, second season was just great fun. So really good days. I miss them. I miss those guys. So yeah, I, I keep having these throwback Thursdays on my Instagram. Yeah. Just to remind myself. That's so wonderful. Yeah, I, I have loved that show so much. It's so cool to see those stories and you guys were so great together. The chemistry was right there. So I've been really enjoying that series. I feel really sad Good. that it came to an end. So I was like, oh crap, uh, <laughs> not, not gonna be able to watch it anymore, but I'm really happy that you were a part of it and you were really amazing as Martian Manhunter. Really loved it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so from there, I, I, you know, it's incredible to see that Obviously, we're going to talk about a little bit about Alan Wake too, and you playing Wall Indoor. Um, I, I know it. It could the answer could be as simple as it was just an audition. But was there any anything else that you found out before you get got into working with Alan Wake too? Like, was there were you familiar with the remedy before this, or was it like kind of just an audition? Well, what was kind of extraordinary was, um, um, well, it was a it was a last minute. Um, uh, uh, um, they reached out to me last minute because I think, and it's difficult for me to talk about because I can't really, and I can't talk about it too much mm -hmm. because of, you know, don't want to be um, speaking out of turn and, and it's you know, because of the family and whatever. But I think the part was meant for somebody else who sadly passed. Yeah. And um, I was in Geneva do doing, doing another, uh, um, some more work. And I got this call saying from my agent saying, you know, we just had a, had a strange reach out, you know, from these game, you know, these game makers, would you be interested in playing? You know, stepping in and last minute and and playing this role? Um, and they explained a little bit of the situation that things had gone a bit south and that uh, they needed a, needed a replacement. And I sort of knew who it was, and I knew I, I'd, I'd known, I'd, I'd kind of in the known <clears throat> that that person um, uh, a, a little bit. So I sort of felt. A, Kind of obliged to say yes, you know. I, I said I'd do it, I, and I'd, I'd be interested in, in stepping in because it was pretty much last minute. When I got back to England, they they asked to speak to me online, and they said to me, "We'll we'll have this meeting on Monday." So I thought, okay, fine. So I spent the weekend just having a little, trying to find a little bit of out, a little bit about, because mm -hmm. um, I didn't have any information. <laughs> I didn't know it was Remedy. I didn't know it was Sam Lake. I didn't know it was any of that. Yeah. So, uh, because they just, they just didn't want to give that information out and didn't even give me the name of the character. Didn't even give me the name of the game. It was just, are you interested? Type thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. And then suddenly Monday morning, all these emails started coming in and I started to realize, oh shit, this is Remedy. <laughs> and then I started doing some of my research around some of the bit that they were giving me. And I suddenly realized, it was really funny. I realized I played every single one of their games. Oh. And I, and, and I it, it suddenly it suddenly dawned on me that I said I played Control. I played Max Payne 1, 2, 3. I played, um, I can't remember if it was another one I played. And I was like, so when I met, when I met them on the Monday, that Monday afternoon, and Sam was on the call, and I, I kind of automatically started laughing. <laughs> I said, fuck, man, Max Payne. <laughs> and he, la he laughed. And I said, look, I said, I don't want, I don't want to um, freak you guys out. I said, but um, you don't have to explain a damn thing to me because I know absolutely everything about your universe. I know all about Max. I know all about Control, the Bureau of Control. I said, I think this is Alan Wake. Um, well, this is which is the one game I didn't play because it was oh. on only on Xbox. Yeah, remember it was first on Xbox, so that's the one game I've yours I haven't played. But I think this might be Alan Wake Two, and I'm totally down with this character <laughs> in your universe, man. And me and Sam just bonded immediately because I love his writing. Yeah, and I've always, I mean, I can I remember playing Max Payne three or four times and um, just being amazed at the writing. Amazed at the characterization, at the kind of whole noirish detective yeah. novel, uh, and um, he, I just said to him, "I love your work, man." And we sort of really hit it off. 
And I think the director that I was speaking that was on the call as well had directed Max Payne 2 and 3. I said, yeah, I played everything I wanted to play that. <laughs> no, you work. All good. I'm, I'm totally signed up. Wow. So we just sort of hit it off. And they, just, and they, really, they literally didn't have to explain a damn thing. So we just sort of had a really good time, a bit of a laugh, a bit of a giggle, a bit of a catch-up. Um, it explained a little bit about um, the character. And then literally within the space of about a couple of weeks, I was flying out to Finland. And um, and it was just such good fun. I just absolutely ran with it. I just thought this is going to be... And the whole idea of the game show host was was just great fun. And yeah. so I really went for the whole game show thing at first. And... And then I, because I, I, I always knew that last scene, I think it's in, uh, which is quite dark. Mm, yeah. With Dor says, I've had enough of this bullshit. Yeah. I always, I, I knew that's where he ended. Mm. So I just thought everything that ha happens before that, I just want to be like, this guy's just the greatest <laughs> guy in the universe. Hey, this is so much fun. And it really worked because when you come back and see that, the end bit, you suddenly go, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And it, it's, uh, I, I really enjoyed that, and I really enjoyed the reaction people had. I've never, you know, I've watched my my daughter's pl play walkthroughs YouTube videos, Ooh. and I'm always, I was thinking, why are you doing that? Why are you watching somebody else play the game? Play the game, and then like for a month, for a month, that's all I'm doing is watching people play through <laughs> We Sing, and and just having and just watching people having the best time, watching people laugh and. I think one guy was almost crying with laughter. He said it was just such an amazing level. So yeah. it's been a real eye-opener for me to, to, even though I've done video games before, mm -hmm. Wall Door and Remedy, it's taken the whole thing to a new level. Just so much fun. Wow. This is so cool that you're a fan of Remedy, you played games, and you know... Massive fun. <laughs> it's so cool. Massive fun. And I, I even... I mean, there was a couple of levels that I talked to Sam about in Max Payne 1 that he remembered. He was like, wow, you really did like that bit. I, I, I mean, the, they were just so rich and so psychological. Mm, and absolutely. kind of, even with the whole of bullet time, yeah. how they bent time, the whole the whole universe, what they did, what Remedy do is so exciting and so innovative mm. that um, to find myself suddenly working with them, I was like, oh my God, I literally played these are my top Max Payne one and three are my some of my top games, just purely for the mechanics. Yeah, and, you know what they what they allowed you to do that bullet time, what, what they allowed you to do. So to actually be talking to these guys was just like it was great. It was really really exciting. Wow, that's so cool. I'm so happy to know that you're you're a fan, you're you're a gamer, you you love Remedy. I'm a big fan of Remedy, as Max Payne, as you mentioned, got to know from, from Max Payne about them and then Control. And I think Quantum Break was another game that they, they made. Quantum Break, yeah. yes. And so this is really cool games. And you mentioned that you, this was not your first game. I believe you worked on Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty, I guess, before this. But that was like a while back. So back then on how video games were kind of shot and recorded versus now, especially for Alan Wake 2, like there's a big difference, and especially for Alan Wake Two, you're doing a completely different role. It's more live action. So, how was like those shooting days for you, especially for Alan Wake Two? How how were those how would those get days go for you? Um, I mean, they were all fun. They were all really really good fun. And um, I, I, you know, shooting the it was mainly just me and Ilka, hmm. uh, uh, Ilka, and and. Uh, and um, um, you know, doing this sort of chat show stuff. And, you know, there was just the crew. Um, so it was kind of an empty, just an empty studio that, they, that they'd already built. And um, again, me and Ilka got on really well straight away. And uh, again, it was weird to meet him because I'm used to seeing his face yeah. as Max Payne, but as, 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 as Alan Wake. And so it was just really weird to sort of think, my God, this is just, you know, you are Alan Wake, you know, so it's just like, so cool to sort of um, to, to sort of be in that in that world, and the scenes were quite long. They're mm. quite they're quite long, yeah. quite 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 strange. And um, I, I, you know, I, you know, because I do a lot of stage work. You know, I learned I'm totally down on my lines. I'm totally down on everything. So it kind of went really quickly, 
and very uh, straightforward. And they were like, oh, shit, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> so um, I think they were quite surprised that I... Because it, it was all very, very quick. Mm. You know, me getting the role, being sent the scripts, and I think they were a bit surprised that I kind of was totally off book and, you know, uh, but it, but it sort of went very quickly and and then they kept saying, can you do this bit? So they kept throwing these extra bits at me, extra bits and stuff to do. And, um, so you might see some of that in the DLC. I don't, I don't know, but you might see some more hmm. bits of all indoor cropping up somewhere. We have our very first sponsor. That sponsor is myself because I just opened a store where you can buy t-shirt, posters, and even phone covers of Alan Wake 2. For now, there's only one design out there, but there will be more coming pretty soon. So check the store out. The link should be in the description of this video. And for those of you who are listening, you can check the link out by going to my Instagram in my bio. And now let's jump back into this episode. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm super excited, super stoked for the DLC. And it was so cool because I never expected that in Alan Wake 2, we're going to get these live action scenes in such mm. big chunks. I never expected it. I was yeah. like, this is great. This is perfect. This is what I want. The, as I mentioned, the style of Remedy is so unique and it's the, the mystery, the horror mixed together. It just, mm. just works. It just works. It slaps. It's great. And I, I've been loving that. And, you know, a lot of people, as you mentioned about the musical, a lot of people just love that. Again, another thing that nobody expected would happen. I never expected that the song, again, I'm a big fan of Poets of the Fall, the, the band, um, and I never expected the song is going to be this long. The original song is like 13 minutes long. Then they released a 30-minute yeah. segment as well. I'm like, wow, that's insane. And everybody's listening to it. It's also cool. It's so fun. What was it like shooting those um, dance sequences? Because you're, <laughs> watching you dance was amazing. You had smiles all across. It was the best thing. I was like smiling. <laughs> throughout well again i was really thinking about the character I was really thinking about door door would be loving it you know he, he would just i allowed allowed myself to be very playful mm. as um free uh wheezing uh door i just i just I, I just allowed that sort of oh i'm just here having a good time there's nothing really seriously going wrong I, I i just really ran ran with that idea so it was just so much fun to to dance and to actually go in the studio and sing i've yeah. never sung in my life and <laughs> so i was a little worried about little worried about it but um it came out really well i i, I thought it I thought it came out really, really well. I thought the song uh, and, and and Matthew was great because Matthew had already laid down Matthew Pereira had already laid down his his track, so I was kind of singing with him. Wow! Um, so um, it was really, really cool to then suddenly get to when we got to the games to meet Matthew and to sort of sing with him again live and kind of go, you know, we've not been, <laughs> neither of us had done anything like that before, so it was just so out there and bizarre. And it was all down, all thanks to Sam, who's such a brilliant uh, producer, director, and writer, mm. game creator. And his writing is just fantastic and um, really gives the uh, artist something to, to lean into. So I, I, having played Max Payne and having uh, uh, played, um, you know, a lot of Remedy games, I kind of knew what he was going for. And I knew exactly what his style was. So I just he didn't have to explain anything, man. I was like, yeah, got this. And I think you'll see in the, you might see, and keep too much away, but you might see in the DLC, um, me really pushing that and, oh, and wow. um, really enjoying the uh, sort of Twilight Zone-esque uh, nature of of what's uh, what's happening. And, Again, Sam wrote these wonderful kind of uh, pieces for me to do. And um, again, just leaning into that real sort of film noir style and uh, um, Twilight Zone-esque uh, um, type of type of uh, delivery. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Oh, I would say this, that even if you said that you had never sang before, I do, I I cannot believe that you never did because you were so amazing with with the 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 song. You you sang it really well. It was really cool. 
uh, I was just like, again, as I said, I've never expected this. And it was so cool to have your part and Matthew's part. And just like, and then yeah. these guys poised to fall and they're singing as well. So it was such a beautiful moment. And as I yeah. mentioned, like you, you saw seeing the people's reaction as well. And everybody's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> That's how this I, it's just so great. You literally, I used to every morning for about for about a, two weeks, I'd come down and I just click on YouTube and I just I just say we sing reaction and just watch people go what the fuck, and then and, and then you just see their faces light up as they start seeing the level and yeah. and playing through that level and it's uh it's a, just it's just a great idea, just a great idea and so unique. Yeah. In, and it's, it's and again it's just very remedy so um yeah feel very blessed to have been a part of it yeah and the best part is i think after the the musical happened everybody got to play it they poised the fall i think released the video of it and everybody in the comments like oh game awards is coming these guys gotta do it they have to be there <laughs> every single comment was that so i was like me personally, I was like, if they don't do it, <laughs> I think a lot of people would be angry. And when they announced that, okay, these guys are going to perform it. I was like, yes. And then the performance was so good. You guys getting to see you guys there on stage performing the thing that you shot uh, for, for so long. And then you performed it live with everybody being there. <laughs> it was so good. I think it was kind of insane. It was really kind of insane. And again, we felt very blessed and lucky to, to, to get out to the game awards and, what was really bizarre is that I don't think a lot of people in the room had had played the game. Yeah. <laughs> so they were also thinking, what the hell is going on here? So it was a little bit like it was a it was a kind of double-edged sword. We those who knew loved it. Yeah. But I felt that there was a whole lot of people going, What is happening here? <laughs> and kind of, you know, so 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 it was a, a really strange night. Uh Loads of people came up to us afterwards and were saying that was the best thing <laughs> I've ever seen in the game awards. Um, so it was great, and something like a, over a million, yeah, fourteen, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, watched it. So um, it was just an insane amount of people that 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 that, that uh, had eyes on on the show, and, and amazing to to get an opportunity to perform in to perform in front of that big an audience. Yeah. It was one of my favorite moments, and you know, I would always, I watched that that video a, a lot, and I would always see Sam's reaction, like when he is dancing. Mm. The camera is like right on him, and it's like this big smile on his face as he's dancing. It's like the most heartwarming moment for everybody, and it's yeah. so cool. I just, I just love that part that we got to see that, and it's like probably the best thing that happened in the Game Awards. That a lot of people are talking about it anyway. So yeah. I think so, and I, and I think Sam was surprised as well. I mean, Sam, Sam was, Sam kept emailing me and saying, "This is nuts." You know, we're getting it's it's nuts. We might get to we we might yeah, we've been asked to potentially do something at the Game Awards. Would you potentially be free? I was straight away. I was laughing, saying, are "You kidding me? I'm there in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat." So the whole thing just came together very quickly. Everybody was available, and. um it just went very smoothly and was just such a, a joy to be a part of it. That is that is yeah. so cool. I love that. And it's it's amazing. Um, but I think I think one of the things that a lot of people had kind of these theories about um is I, I hope I can get by this one theory that a lot of people are maybe whatever you can say, whatever you you know, possibly can say, but there's one theory that people are a lot of people are talking about is is Mr. Door is Saga Anderson's father. And that's a theory that's been going on. I don't know how much you can say, or you can say anything at all, but is there something that you would like to share on this theory? <laughs> um, I'm not going to share either way, uh, uh, but um, it, it's a good theory. You know, it's a, I, I, I think you're all in the right, I think you're all going in the right direction, but I, 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 I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> that's completely understandable but i have mm. to say with the as you mentioned sam lakes writing the story the way it's going it's incredible to see that okay people are connecting dots and we are supposed to be connecting dots and it's so you know interesting that we are doing that to so be like okay th oh then that happened oh, this makes sense so it's like mm. it's so cool that like video games does this to us like we are so in 100 percent I love that part, and it, it, it's entirety of that game is that. 
hundred percent. And and I think again, that is a huge um uh benefit of having Sam on on, on board because he, he he loves to connect things and loves to connect and even a certain character's name yeah. will give a hint to what, what you know their role in the game. So he um Sam works on so many different levels and um I'm just really stuffed to and, and really happy to be uh, a part of the Red of the Universe now and and, yeah. and be a part of to be a part of um some you know this world because uh, who knows where he'll who knows where this character will, will go and you know and what I'll get to do with him. But it's uh, I I have a feeling we're not gonna we haven't seen the last of Will Endure. Yes, that that is amazing. Lovely to hear. We'd love to see more of Wall Indoor. And you know, I think this game is so incredible. And you know, mu- the musical is like the biggest to the part that you know surprised, and it's just like one of the things that's been most watched. And I think a lot of people just go in like, okay. Th-. I think the Game Awards was a, a lot of people found out like, oh, the musical is in Alan Wake too. They got more interested because of the musical, and now they're playing it. So right, it, right. Doing the shooting moments, do you have like kind of a funny experience during that part when you're shooting, or in, at anything during the point of shooting all the scenes in Alan Wake? Do you had had any funny experiences, or do you have any moment to share? Um. Not, not really, but I, I, I would say doing the dance, doing the actual dance was so cool. And I think we're all a bit nervous. I think we're all, you know, none of us are, none of us are dancers mm-hmm. and none of us are sort of, um, none of us knew how it was going to be received. But I do remember the day we did the dance and there was, we were buzzing. Once we, I mean, we did it like, we did it through maybe three times. And we were all buzzing, and I even posted it on my Insta. Insta. But we were laughing, and when we when we got to the end, we were all just laughing because it was just so cool to uh, to, to synchronize our movements like that. It was, you know, <laughs> it was as if we'd all been dancing together for years. But it was so much fun. So to see that then replicated, and people doing TikTok videos, and people doing. <laughs> yeah people doing it on the street and people replicating the dance. It's, it's, none of us expected that. None of us expected the reaction to we sing, but uh, it's when that's, that's one of the reasons why I love, I love looking at we sing reactions. It's just to see people's faces. And most people, I'd say 99.9% of people are just, just, their faces are joyous, (laughs) you know, because they, they're just enjoying the, the madness. Because the music's pretty good, yeah. And um, once you start fighting, it's kind of—it's like actually being in a rock. It's just so cool. And every now and again, I'd look up and I see myself dancing on the screen. And, <laughs> and it, one thing was really bizarre was when they actually released the song, and they released um, this kind of video yeah. of us singing and dancing. I had no—I have no recollection of them shooting any of that. Zero recollection. Wow. I said, where did you get all that footage from? I said, well, we filmed you. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, we filmed you. We did two or three different versions. I don't remember any of it. I don't know why, but I have no recollection of um, some of the things that I did. No recollection. (laughs) Wow, that's insane. I was just having such a good time. Yeah. um, That I didn't, I didn't, uh, it just didn't sort of compute. That's that's so cool. Yeah, there's different versions. I remember as 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 I remember right now, there's different styles of doing it. I think there was one where you're all lit in from the front, and there's another yes. point where you are kind of backlit. It's just a silhouette of you, and there's so many things that you guys did to do, like directing players on where to go and all that stuff. Mm. Small simple movements. It was just lovely when I was playing the game. It was lovely to see your smiling face again. It was like. You're just welcoming like quivers playing. You're just welcoming in, taking like just go here. It's all smiles on the <laughs> face because everybody else was like having like a different kind of facial expression. You, on the other hand, all smiles, like welcoming in. That's door, man. <laughs> Dora's like Dora's being at that point, Dora's still being, you know, chat show host, welcoming, yeah. very funny. Um, which as I say, which is why I love that last scene. Mm. Because I really got an opportunity to to throw that character away. And just be somebody completely different. Yeah. And um, it, it was really, it's really, I, I love, I love watching people play that level, 
And they kind of, and just the moment where Elka turns around and I'm sitting in the shadows and you can see people, I heard this one game and I go, uh oh, this no more fucking around from door. He's like, this is serious. And you kind of, they get it. They know exactly what's coming. Yeah. You know, this guy's not this, not who we think, not who we think he is. So, um, oh, it's just really, really good fun. Yeah. Did you get to see like more stuff from the game, like the gameplay stuff, or did you get to play the game yourself? No, I still haven't played it yet. Um, uh, I'm going to have to get on that. Um, trying to play games in my house right now with two daughters is crazy. My, both my daughters uh, monopolize the PlayStation. Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I bought it for, I kind of bought it for, bought it for them, but it was kind of for me. Um, <laughs> and I've hardly played it because they're on it all the time. So uh, she's now playing Baldur's Gate. I think it's Baldur's Ooh, Gate. Uh, wow. She's playing, yeah, she's been played that like, I think she plays it every day. So um, I can't actually get on the machine. <laughs> so hopefully when she's now, she's back at university, I can kind of sneak home and, and get to play some games. <laughs> That's so lovely. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 <clears throat> took uh, a lot of people by storm. A lot of people are playing that game. Came at the same year last year as well. So I know I know that feeling. A lot of people just spend hours and hours into that game. Yeah. Uh, but like, what, what are the kinds of games that you like to play usually? Uh, I'm a kind of... First person shooter, I think. Uh, so I'm, you nice. know, Call of Duty is. I remember a really great game called Vanquish was really, really oh, good. Yeah. On the, that was great fun. So first person shooters, really. That's those are my. Metal Gear Solid was great. I used to play. Love, love playing that. So, uh, yeah, stealthy um, shoot 'em ups. Um, Max Payne for me, that was the ultimate game. Oh yeah. Um, you know that so so stuff like that is 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 right up my street. Wow. Do you have like a favorite moment from playing from Max Payne? Do you have like a few scenes that you like surely remember? Like this moment was I will never forget from Max Payne. Well, there's one where I mean you probably don't. I, I, I don't know if most people remember it, but it's Max Payne one mm-hmm. where he sort of whether somebody gives him something or he takes he, he's given a drug or something. Oh. And the whole thing is yeah. a really weird level yeah. where he has to jump in the dark to these points. Man, it is so freaky. So freaky and wild. I just remember it. Because you kind of know what to do, but you're thinking, this is madness. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I, I, I love playing through that Max Payne. And, and then just that whole... There's there's a great scene in Max Payne three where he's in the nightclub and he's shooting his way out of the nightclub. Yeah, yeah. And he dives through windows. He can pop one off on the pop one off there and pop one off on the floor. <laughs> roll over the back. Pop one. Off. It's just awesome. So that's my. I, that's I'm in my happy place when I'm playing stuff like that. Wow, that's so cool. I am so glad that like I'm happy. And control as well. I mean, control is so cool. I'm, I haven't finished control. It's, some levels are quite tough. <laughs> some bosses are quite tough, but yeah. um, I, the whole uh, telekinetic thing in control is just for me, just super, superb, and very exciting. And and um, and Jesse, that character of Jesse, I think she's awesome. And um, I love it when she starts to fly, <laughs> and she can kind of you can jump up in the air. It's just so cool, man. So, I don't think any other game maker does that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, yeah, Remedy just nail it every time. We all have various interests. You might want to be a podcaster like myself, a content creator, a graphic designer, maybe a video editor, a film creator, and many more. And Skillshare is a perfect place for you to be. You have a variety of options to learn from the industry's best in any subject that you want to. Whether it's video editing, graphic designing, content creation, podcasts, and so many more. And even if you're a beginner and you have never done this ever before, with Skillshare, you can level up your skills at your own pace. You can click the link in the description and get one month for free on Skillshare. And now let's jump back into this episode. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are talking about, like, um, especially, I think when Alan Wick 2 and it was announced, it was supposed to be coming out. And when I think for the first few weeks when the game was out, a lot of people were like, we have to protect Remedy at all costs. <laughs> you cannot let them go anywhere. It has to be the way it is. And they have to make the games the way they want yeah. because they are just, just absolutely incredible. And yes, Control was that, you know, 
kinetic, you know, gameplay mechanic that I, I just love it. Just throwing something, like picking something up, just throwing it. It was the best yeah. thing. And I, it was so it's much so fun. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much fun. And even then, in that game, there was like this musical section where you go through and then... I, I don't oh, know. Oh, the maze. The maze. Yes, yes. it's called the maze. The yeah. Maze. And it's a, it's a precursor to We Sing for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think Sam talked about the maze because I said that... I said, I thought that was one of the best yeah. video segments, but that we sing beats it. Um, By my legs. But just the way you're flying and the whole room's turning and you're going through windows and door, it's just so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, that's really amazing. And yes, um, I think and there's a lot of people who actually have some questions that wanted to ask you. So if you allow me, because oh, sure. there's a few questions there. Um, so back to annabelle ask is what was the favorite part of playing wall indoor favorite part of playing wall indoor just being um the host a weird host the the idea of being a weird game show host in a strange universe i think the whole idea of it just because you can do anything you yeah. can say anything be anybody and what was fun for me was that and, and I think Ilka plays it so well, this deadpan, kind of confused, but I'm just going to go along with everything. And just having, just being totally in control of him uh, and kind of kind of knowing knowing his story without him knowing I know his story. The whole premise of it is just so delicious. So I just felt like I uh, was totally in control in those, in, in those moments. And... Uh, it was nice as I say to turn it on its head in that last scene. So um, yeah, it, it it gives you a real arc and stuff like that gives you a you know as, as an actor I love arcs where characters begin and end, and um, I just thought Warning Door was just also cuddly and, and friendly, but just with an edge yeah. of weirdness and an edge of something not quite right here, and um, I, I really ran with that. It was it just gave me so much so much uh, uh rope to, to to kind of play with yeah did you get to see like watch any other hosts tv show hosts or something like that to prepare or well you know i kind of i i, I you know i we're all familiar with Gibby kimmel and uh, and, and yeah. all the uh, chat show hosts so i modeled it very much on that and um so i that that's exactly i already knew exactly mm. the voice i was going to do and all the sort of talking to the camera and sort of the laugh, the camera laughter and making the audience laugh. And so I sort of, and, and we didn't have any of that in, in when we were shooting it, but I, in your head, I just thought, I need, I'm going to make this a laugh line yeah. and then look at the audience. So I sort of knew when they were going to, when, when they were, when I could, I sort of created those laugh, laughter moments and um, uh, I was just really good fun to do. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. I love, I love those moments. It was, Absolutely fun. Um, and, and actually, this goes to the next question this person asked. Uh, Operation Lifesaver uh, asks, what kind of segments would Mr. Dore have on his show when he's not interviewing the great Alan Wake? What kind of segments would he have on his show? Um, well, it'd probably be a karaoke section at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and some audience participation uh, he'll, he'll probably get somebody out of the crowd and interview a complete stranger on his show and then sort of make them disappear. Oh. <laughs> send them to probably send them to another universe. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be, that'd be insane. I think every audience member would probably just be like, I am going to get out of here. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the world of RSB asks, your character is responsible for whatever is going on with Sean Ashmore's character, Tim. Did you get to meet or work with Sean in person? Uh, unfortunately, not. No, I didn't get to meet um, with him. Um, um, hopefully, next time, you know, you know, hopefully there's a in another another round. But yeah, apparently, I uh, door kidnapped him and took him to the dark place. Yeah, <laughs> there's all these little clues of things that I've done, um, which hopefully I, I I can get to sort of. Uh, have a lot of fun with when I, if or when I work with Remedy again. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very much hoping that, as, as I said to you, we haven't seen the last of Walling Door. So I'm looking forward to exploring his powers. Yeah, 
I think Sean Ashmore was the uh, the lead character or lead guy in in Quantum Break. So, Quantum Break, yeah. yes. So it kind of really fits in. I was like, this is like just working so well. And I know Sean wanted to be like, let's there should be a Quantum Break too. Let's let's do it, guys. And he was like really rooting for it. So I'm hoping for that too. Hopefully that happens. Um, uh, Stoffel Illustrator, I think, ask is any is there any chance if you're going to be in the DC universe anytime soon or in the future? <sighs> Uh, not that I know of, uh, but you know, things, things change so fast in this game. So who knows? Um, but there's no, I mean, I, you know, I'd love to suit up again as Martian, but, um, uh, apparently the costume still is still there and it's, I'm still the only person to warn it. So, um, who knows, who knows what will happen in the future. I actually love the action figure that you have of uh, of Martian Manager. Yeah, he's great. Again, it was all modeled on, off my character, so yeah. it's pretty cool to 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 reestablish a character like that. It's pretty cool to have that opportunity. Yeah, love that you have like your own action figure. It's so cool. I love it. Very very cool. Um, Phoenix Double Two Double One asks: Alan Wake famously suffered from art art or writer's block. Have you ever encountered a similar creative block? And if so, how would you tackle it? Uh, right. No, no, do you know what? I I finished my own book, um, my memoir, mm. Maybe I Don't Belong Here, um, about two, three years ago. And I just never stopped writing. It was just like I got up in the morning and it would just fly out of me mm. um, because maybe it was a personal story, so I kind of felt like I knew it. Yeah. But um, I, 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 a writer's not necessarily a writer's block, but I'd I'd been as an actor, uh, as an actor. The only thing I can kind of liken that to is when I was on stage last year, this time last year, and um, I had a lot of lines in this play, a lot of lines, and. It was mainly about these debates between me and this other character. So we both had these huge monologues to do backwards and forth. And I went through this period of probably just exhaustion of forgetting my lines. I've never forgot my lines before, ever. But in front of a packed theatre audience, three or four times in the space of a week, like blank, gone, nothing in my head. And that's, that was really scary, to suddenly find yourself in front of a packed theatre audience um, and, and not not knowing where you're or what you're supposed to say next. That was truly horrendous and scary. But you get yourself out of it. And I, mm. I got myself out of it each time. But it was like just over the course of a week for about four or five different performances, I, in random places in the play, I just kept forgetting my lines. And I that, that would be the most uncomfortable I've been as an actor. Wow. I cannot imagine how what must be going through you because if I guess I would be I, I'm like generally in a very kind of nervous guy who like if some something new comes up I'm supposed to do something new especially in front of an audience it becomes very nerve-wracking like I don't know if I'll be able to do it and sometimes things that happens where I'm supposed to say something or do something and I'm completely forgetting it and it just parts of it I remember parts of it I don't remember and I'm like, oh gosh, like, what am I supposed to do? And I do something and I mm. sort of get out of it. And some people kind of notice and they are the ones who, for some reason, come up and be like, you missed that one. I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. thanks for yes. telling me that. I feel very good about yeah. myself now. So, but yeah, it's, it's very hard and uh, it's it's so crazy and so hard to figure that out. But from I think from there, I it's one of the things that I always kind of ask people and actors and is that you know nervousness and having these this kind of maybe I don't know if you ever you know deal with like kind of like being anxious about doing something new or going to a next project new brand new project that you have never worked on like Alan Wake as well. Do you feel that kind of feeling or like or do you have like now a way or is it much more easier since I've been working for so long? Is it much more easier to handle all those things or is there a process that you go through to make sure that it kind of compresses? I think everyone's different, you know, everyone's very different. And I mean, everyone's anxious first day, everyone, you know, new, new building, new friends, new actors, new characters. Uh, and some people are a, a lot more at ease than, than others. Yeah. But, 
yeah, anxiety and and and, and nervousness are kind of built in built-in elements of our, our profession, I think. And um, some people are very good at dealing with them. Some people maybe not so good at dealing with them. Um, but uh, I- ignoring them is probably not going to work. Mm. So I, I most actors I, I know will sort of, everyone will feel a little nervous before the show. Yeah. Feel a little nervous before you go in for the first day. And it's really how you take those nerves and what you do with them. Some people talk too much. Uh, <laughs> some people don't talk enough. Yeah. So it's everyone's got their own way of, of dealing with it. And um, I, my, my go-to is humour. I always, that's my go-to. So I, I, I will um, make people laugh or I'll say something funny or just break the ice or be a bit of a clown to, to, to you know, put people at ease. Um, so, yeah, I mean, every, everyone's different. Everyone handles that thing differently, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. At least that's one thing that is true. Like you cannot ignore it. You have to face it. Um, mm. That's true. Um, Paquette asked, uh, did you bring out your understanding or disorientation from your experience of psychosis to your portrayal of Mr. Dorn? Uh, I don't think so. Um, but but I think I think I think what I do as an actor is informed by mm. my experiences. Uh, in psychosis, I'm very. I'm going to say I break rules, but I'd like I like to think that um, the characters that I play have a strange believability um, because I imbue them with a certain sense of reality, mm-hmm. and 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 um, uh, you know, I, I like door for me. It doesn't make it on the page. Doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. But it's about it. That's where the magic comes. Is you go, okay, I'm going to make this character like this, and and so I automatically made him really, really smart and clever, and oh my god, oh my god, so excited, <laughs> and and then and and because I knew where he, he he was actually quite dark, so that was a bit of a, a kind of a mask for me to hide behind. But I I just love that last scene. And when you when you watch that last scene between me and Alan Wake, he's a totally different character. Oh yeah, very just completely. And that's m- more akin to the stuff that I like to almost threatening. Mm. And um, just again, it gives you that gives you so much to play with when you uh, when you you know you make your characters you, you give your characters that edge and. Um, I'm just really pleased how it's come out. I'm really pleased with how it turned out. I'm really pleased with how how much people have taken to the character and how much people enjoy it. Yeah, it's very true. It's lovely that moment, that last seriousness moment of yours is really cool because I was like, okay, um, he's a different guy now. I am scared of him a little bit on, on what he might do. I don't know. Because I was like threatened, like, is he the bad guy? Like, is he the one? So I was like a lot of questions. I was like, I really loved your your lines on, you know, uh, you guys keep on you know, opening doors and peeking in. Keep opening doors, peeking in. Yeah, That's such like, a great line. Again, great line. Sam's lines. And um, I, 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 I just leaned into that. I leaned into that great writing. And, um, yeah, I just had such, such fun playing that part. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, uh, Marumelo asks, "Is do you have any? Did, did you find any similarities between Martian Manhunter and Walden Door?" The only similarities in that they, I think, they both possess abilities to alter either what's around them or what's in or themselves. And I, I so I, I don't know whether Walden is a shapeshifter, but um, um. He he can certainly manipulate what's around him, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I I I I enjoyed doing that as <laughs> as as John Jones as well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, love it, love it. Um, Tommy Junji Ito asks, "What has been your takeaway from this whole experience of working with Alan Wake?" That even a small character, I think, even a small, because really, it took me three days to three or four days to shoot. Um, walling door. Wow. It, it really was 
condensed uh, little 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 piece, but it's had a massive impact. Yeah, and um, I think the takeaway for me is that even the smallest uh, role or the smallest uh, thing can have a really big impact. Mm. So when I'm offered stuff now, I, I I don't just look at what is necessary on the page. I look at I look I look for what this character could become. What this character, how this character would be possibly be perceived, and um, you know, wh- where could I take this character? And I think uh, I've le- very much learned that with 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 Door. Um, again, it came to me completely uh, um, by accident, mm. but um, I'm really really glad that that uh, I said yes and that I was interested in doing it because it's been a real joy to be a part of. Remedy Universe and and to meet Ilka and to meet Sam and Matthew, uh, it, it's been a real joy so far to, to 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 be on the project. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you you got to play this role because everybody is so happy with your performance. Everybody loves your performance, and they keep talking about how like you know. And there's always this you know in Twitter there's 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 this GIF that is keep on going across. I think you've seen it. It's, it's just a close up, <laughs> yes. and you're just doing this. Is that yes, been going yes, everywhere? Yes. And I'm like, anything Alan Wake related <laughs> is your you, that that thing is going to be there in one of the replies for sure. So I love that part. It's, yeah, it's so it's so great, so crazy. So I'm I'm really really pleased to see that that that, that people have taken to him as much as I took to him. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, I think the last question is Spooky Muldy asks, what motivates you to keep on going in face of adversity and rejection? I, I just I love doing what I do. I just love playing characters. I love um, I love the nature of what I do um, uh, as an actor. Um, you get to live all these different lives, yeah. play all these different people, and uh, exist in these different bodies. And um, I love that. I love the fact that no two no two days are similar. That uh, a chance to reinvent myself every couple of days and and literally the phone rings every every other day with an offer and you think oh that's exciting so you know it's this who knows what i'll be doing this time next year so Mm. it's it's just an for me it's an exciting job and um i'll do it for as long as i'm standing it's just such a great way to make a living and a great way to see the world and um Great way to meet people. So, uh, yeah, I just love doing what I do. That's so brilliant. That's lovely. And um, is there anything that you you would like to say to the fans who are watching or listening? Anything? Any message? Um, to the fans, just say thank you for, so much for for um, for uh, following the work. You know, and I've actually been in. So I was in, I was in Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I was in. Call of Duty. Yeah, I think there was another one I was in. I can't quite remember what the other one was. Uh, uh, but I would say, as a gamer, actually being in a game is just awesome. As somebody who's actually played video games, to then and that's the only thing I miss about Mr. Door is that actually getting all the mocap stuff on is great fun. To actually see your own avatar in a game, mm. even now I still look at some some clips of. Uh, of of uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and I just go look at that. That's <laughs> great. Just some of the rendering looks great. Yeah. So um, I, I would say a big thank you to all the people who ever uh, who just continue to support the work, and uh, um, you know keep keep asking me stuff on my Instagram. Just keep just people hit me up on Instagram all the time. So keep asking me stuff, and I'll try and keep answering your questions. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm so happy that, you know, Battlefield 3 is the, is the game that I remember you being a part of. Like, okay, I because I, I know your voice. And that's when I'm like, okay, no. when I got to know, like, okay, David Harewood is in Alan Wake, I was like, what? So it just blew my yeah. mind. And so, and it is, I, you have you played games. So is there a game, a franchise, something like that, that you would love to be a part of? Well, I've already done it because, of, you know, so, you know, um, yeah, and wake, <laughs> and then Call of Duty. You know, that's the two massive game franchises that I've already sort of been in. Um, 
So I'm sort of living the dream. I'm actually living the dream. So cool. So amazing. Mm. And with that, I, I just want to say thank you so much for taking your time, talking to me about, about your work at Alan Wake. I, I know a lot of fans are really excited to watch this. A lot of fans are really big fans of yours, of course, and they, they really love the work that you have done. So thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you for everything that I you appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Really make, means a lot. Means a lot. <laughs>